we have it all, a business and lifestyle podcast for content creators and entrepreneurs. Real insights, help and conversations to inspire you to do what you truly want to. Hey everyone. Oh my gosh, welcome back to the podcast. This is series three. How have I done two series already? Um, I've had a bit of a break as you all know, over the summer. I think lots of us had very busy, hectic, chaotic, stressful summers, perhaps. Um, so I wanted to take some time off and kind of reassess where I'm at with everything, with my business, with my content and with this podcast, which is still one of my favourite things to do. So there's no question that there was going to be a series three. And before I kind of get into what series three is going to be all about, I thought I'd just recap my summer and I'd love to know how you guys got on over summer. We escaped, we escaped to Italy for six weeks for the summer. As soon as the travel corridors opened, we were out. We drove, spent the best part of three days driving down to our family in Italy to kind of semi-isolate with them, have some help with the kids and get some work done, some major catch up with work and studies. So it was absolutely amazing. And I very much adjusted to the Tuscan sun, I have to say. So coming back to what was a very dreary and stormy Manchester at the end of August was a bit of a shock to the system. But hey, I love Manchester. I'm glad to be back, really. But, you know, I think there's something to be said for escaping every once in a while. So I hope you guys had a fantastic summer, whatever you did. Now we're readjusting to yet another new normal uh, this kind of autumn. Kids are back at school, most of them. I think we're trying to juggle what work looks like now. I'm still working from home, obviously, um, and the hubby's kind of still at home most of the time. So there is still a juggle, and I think everybody's on tenterhooks as soon as a kid goes down with a cold or a temperature and we're waiting for the... <laughs> COVID results, but hey, I think this is going to be life for a little while yet. Something exciting that did happen over the summer for me and my business was I introduced a new service. So I started working one-to-one with small businesses and solopreneurs to help them and guide them through the practical steps of building a successful brand and business online. Now, I've run a community for seven years now full of content creators, some hobbyists, some business, entrepreneurial, and my following is interested in that side of things too. And I often get asked for help with things. I often get asked the question, how do you do it? How do I do this? How do I make money online? How do I grow an engaged following? How do I turn my followers into customers? And these questions come up again and again. And I realised that there was kind of a want and a need for some more bespoke kind of help. And that's where the one-to-one kind of came from, really. And I love it. I have not looked back in the slightest. Um, I started working like this informally. Informally, I've always kind of worked one-to-one and sort of mentored or coached people and friends Um, and people in the community but as a kind of formal side of my business and an offering that I offer widely um, yeah it launched in 
July. And so it's really exciting. I've got some amazing clients who with some fantastic businesses and offerings and to see them thrive and flourish already within a few weeks of working together is so, so exciting. Summer for me has also led to a lot of revelations personally and professionally, a lot of learning and development, which is so key to anybody who's well, anybody in any walk of life, to be honest, but particularly as a digital entrepreneur, you need to be learning and developing your skills all the time. So I've invested a lot of time and money into that for me to take everything that I'm doing to the next level and kind of improve and be better as a content creator, as an entrepreneur, as a coach, as a mentor. And I've realised a lot of things over the summer. And I think there's been a lot of social media revelations, haven't there? Instagram landscape is changing, Reels was introduced and everybody's creating content in a very different way I think. Um, Lots of people have struggled with their reach and engagement. I think there's been a lot of frustration and actually the people that are doing really well are the ones that are just rolling with the punches and adapting accordingly and I think that's a massive lesson learned for everybody really that marketing, particularly digital marketing, changes so quickly and you know what sometimes we've just got to roll with the punches and get good and learn it and do it. I've also learned that through this really bizarre and tough year that community is what is so important and holds everything together and I'm so glad that I've had my community running throughout this. I'm excited to be working on some new projects that will be announced over this next few weeks Um, but you know the importance of finding your people and having those people that just get it is I think it's more important than ever before and I know I've really felt that and I've really leaned on and relied on the people that are my people and that get it and that I found you know the people that I know I'm going to grow with we're going to grow together we're going to support each other and we're going to smash it And I urge you, if you've not found your people yet, then reach out because it shifts everything. It shifts your mindset, it shifts your motivation and it shifts what you're capable of. So anyway, there's my little roundup of the summer. On to series three of Can We Have It All? Now, what's going to be new to this series? Well, there's just going to be a slight shift reflecting my slight shift and my studies in psychology. So there's going to be a bit more about mindset and a mixture of practical and cognitive skills that people adopt to become successful in their businesses. So there'll still be guests, there'll still be real stories and inspiration for anyone who's interested in leaving the nine to five or crafting a business for themselves online. That is still the whole basis. You know, the notion of can we actually have it all? Can we have a work-life balance? Can we create a successful career and still be fantastic parents? Can we be super fit and still, you know, earn loads of money because we're working every hour of the day? These are questions I feel like we ask each other, ask ourselves constantly, daily. I know I still do. And so I love it when I can talk to guests about their insight into what life really looks like for them. So all those people that we see as successful and absolutely smashing it, 
okay, that's part of their reality, but what's the rest? What how what happens and goes on behind the scenes? So there will 100% still be some amazing guests and inspirational stories on here, but I'm going to focus more on providing you with the practical and cognitive skills that go alongside being a successful digital entrepreneur. So regardless of what stage of your journey you're at, if you are just you know, listening in for a bit of inspo. If you've maybe got a little idea, but it's not quite developed into anything, or perhaps you're sick of the nine to five, being stuck at the desk and working for someone else, and you know there's something out there for you, but you're not quite sure what, then this is perfect. If you are already launched and growing a digital business and a brand online, and you just want to keep up with what's going on, you want to touch base get a bit of mojo get get a bit of accountability perfect for you and if you're absolutely smashing it then heck come and be a guest I want to hear all about it and I want to hear how you're smashing it and what that really looks like so I think for anybody that is even dabbling with the idea of creating a brand and a career online that they love and that provides the flexibility and the creativity that they need, then this podcast is for you. So let's dive straight into episode one and something that I think is really relevant for us all, particularly now as we are racing into quarter four of 2020, and that is time management and productivity. Now, this is something I love a good productivity hack. And I thought today I'd just talk through five of my hacks that I teach my clients and my members that seem to get really good results. They're ones that are easy to implement. They're not overwhelming, but they'll get you set off on the right track for productive success. So let's get straight into it. Hack one, the brain dump. So part of having too much to do and not being effective with our time comes from it all being stored up there in our head. And if you're anything like me, you'll have a hundred different thoughts flying around at any one time, bumping into each other, stressing you out, particularly when you go to bed and lie there at night. I'm always thinking about what I need to do next, where the kids are, what I'm going to eat for lunch, what my next blog post is going to be, what I should be scheduling for Instagram. And that's just the start. It's too much to process. So my first hack is about emptying your mind of all those racing thoughts and all those to-dos. Have somewhere, maybe it's a few places, where you can offload those thoughts and get rid. It might be a physical notebook, a set of post-its, or I like to use the notes app on my iPhone, or maybe even send a little email to myself. I often do that. If something comes into my head, I'll quickly ping an email so I know it's there. Whichever way you choose, the main thing is to be able to get that thought out of your mind, free up the mental space and the energy for the important stuff. And also, if you're a nighttime thinker like me, then I find keeping a little notepad by the side of your bed really works. Try not to do it on your phone because that's just kind of lighting up a whole new, waking you up when you need to be relaxing. But a little pen and pad really helps to scribble these brain thoughts down. Hack number two, and arguably my favourite one and the one that was a real aha moment for me and that's picking just three things to do per day no more this was a game changer for me 
rather than working directly from your brain dump, which I like to kind of call my master to-do list, because naturally all those thoughts become an action, don't they? So I kind of call my brain dump my master to-do list. There's probably at least 30 things on it, and every time I tick one off, I add another two things. So it's stressful, and I never feel like I'm getting through my workload. This is why you need to reduce that list down to just three things per day. Prioritise what actually needs to be done and pick the three things and stick to it. Don't waver, don't procrastinate from them, don't add a couple more, just stick to the three and get them done. Are you getting this now? Just stick to the three. Honestly, the mental relief and psychological impact it has when you tick off those three things each day will really set you up for a productive week, give you the right mindset, give you loads of energy and you kind of remove that feeling of overwhelm because you're never going to get through that master to-do list. We'll talk about what to do with the three things in the next two hacks but I love this one and honestly it's changed my life. It's worth noting here that if you pick three things and you smash your way through them in the first hour of your day and you've still got a six, seven hour day ahead of you, then A, reward yourself with a little something, a nice lunch or a little walk around the block, a daytime bath is my favourite, but then pick one thing off your master to-do list, just one, and work through that. That's absolutely fine, but don't focus on more than three things each day. My third hack is get a project management planner or tracker. For optimum time management and to be as productive as possible, it's important to have some sort of project management planner, something that gives you an overview of everything you've got going on and when it needs to happen by. Some prefer this to be physical, so an actual like daily, weekly, annual planner. If you know me, you know I live by my Hello Day planner. It's literally sat right next to me now. And it's the perfect way to record those three things I mentioned in the last hack. But some might prefer this to be virtual, so an app or an online tool. In that case, I love Asana. I know some people like like Trello. It's a great project management tool that you can access on your desktop or via your phone. Or if you're like me, then you might want to combine the two. I love having my Asana as my overall project brain dump and then I pull the three actions and the priorities into my Hello Day planner to work from through the day. So your planners give you a place to see an overview of everything you've got going on and if you juggle multiple things then it's a great way of getting that all out there so you can see what it is you've got to get through. So I've got on my Asana board a uh, a board for my dissertation and my uni studies, I've got a board for my business growth and then I've got a board for my personal and um, professional development and family things. So you want somewhere with a calendar so you can get a sense of your year, your month, then your week and your day-to-day. So planners are great because you can get an overall annual view, you can then break it down into month, week and day. So your brain dump or your master to-do list should filter into this planner. The important stuff going in first with a deadline and the less important stuff fitting around that. Deadlines are equally important here. That filters nicely into hack number four, which is use your calendar to manage your time. So now you've got your three things to do each day and you have an overview of your projects with deadlines. It's important to filter these into your daily calendar. So I recommend using a calendar that syncs with your phone. 
So it's likely you'll have that on you at all times and you can see where you are and what you need to be doing. You should allocate the time it will take for each task. So each of those three things and block out space in your diary as you would a meeting or an appointment. And it will seriously impact your time management in a positive way. I also recommend scheduling in your personal and family commitments into the same diary, like you would a work meeting. So you don't so you don't find yourself running out of time part way through the day because you forgot it was your day to do the school run or you had a dentist appointment or you needed to grab the groceries. I even schedule time for my lunch and my workout. It gives me a really clear picture of my day and my week and it takes the thought out of it every day because that's a huge thing for us entrepreneurs, isn't it? We've just got thoughts running through our head. So I need less things to think about. So if I've scheduled everything like it was a meeting, the thought's taken out of it. And this hack also helps you get good at saying no to unnecessary things. So you know when somebody's like, oh, hey, should we grab a coffee and have a meeting? But is it really important for your business? You'll be able to see when you truly just don't have the time. An extra little tip here, get a shared calendar with your partner or your family members so you can see who is doing what, where they are and when. It really helps you map out your week. And my final hack for today, hack number five, is another really good one. I get loads of great feedback from my clients on this one. And that is block out time in your diary, in your calendar, for your inbox. That's right, it'll strike fear into all of you entrepreneurs and busy bees out there. But it's such an important hack to maximise your productivity. Like we talked about in hack four, it's important to schedule time into your daily diary to look at your emails. We always have our emails open, don't we? We have the app on our phone. And if you're like me, you're addicted to checking it. You're addicted to seeing what new emails have come in. But most of them, are they actually that important? So we don't need these notifications popping off left, right and centre, distracting us, pulling us away from those three actions that we're actually supposed to be doing. So if your emails are the first thing you look at in the morning, okay, probably after Instagram, and the last thing you look at before bed, they're just going to interrupt your conversations, your workflow, and they're going to be getting in the way. So if you think about it, only a handful of the emails that you receive on a daily basis are actually important and something that needs actioning. But we can spend hours a day sifting through them, right? So my recommendation to you is block out an hour in the morning and then again in the afternoon to work on your emails. Clear as many as you can, respond to the urgents, send the pitches, reply to the clients and then close down your inbox. Turn off your notifications and do not let it distract what you're getting on with. Honestly, this one is a revelation and if you're not doing it already, give it a try. Give it a try for a couple of weeks and just see the difference it makes to your productivity. So there we have it. There's my five favourite productivity and time management hacks. Now, believe me, I've got loads more where they came from, but it can be overwhelming in itself and we're trying to beat the overwhelm here. So I wanted to share these five for you. I've also written them down in a blog post. so I'm going to link that in the show notes and I would love it if you can tell me your favourite productivity hacks or if you haven't tried any of the five I've talked about today, give them a go for a week or two. Honestly, give it more than a few days, give it a week or two and let me know how you get on. Tag me on Instagram, slide into my DMs or send me an email. I'll tell you all the ways you can get in touch with me. 
uh, in my show notes because I love to see it when these things are successful. I often get DMs from my community members telling me that they've had a revelation and oh my gosh, they've implemented this and it's changed their lives. So I love all that. And just to finally wrap up today's first episode of series three, I wanted to let you guys know about a new mailing list that I've set up. Again, I'm going to link to this in the show notes, so go check it out. It's for all of you entrepreneurs, digital entrepreneurs, small businesses, solopreneurs out there, no matter what stage of your journey you're at, who are looking to flourish in yourself and your business and brand online. So get yourself on there. I've got an cute little freebie that will be pinged straight to your inbox when you sign up and there's lots of exciting things being announced and launched over the coming months so I'd love it if you came and joined in. Thank you everybody for tuning in and I can't wait to see you the same time next week. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope you enjoyed it and if you found something useful and inspiring then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review and a rating because it really helps other people hear this podcast too. If you'd like to enter a competition for a one-to-one coaching session or a blog audit with me then make sure you leave an email address in that review as well. And if you'd like to submit a question or a topic for discussion, then just send me an email. Find me and my business information, including how to join my growing online community of entrepreneurs and content creators over on holly-wood.co.uk or over on Instagram. All the details about how to contact me and find me and follow me are in the show notes. Thank you. Have a fab week.